Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm really excited to introduce you to Norma Morales and Marty Rodriguez, legendary real estate agent. Today, we're talking about how to do a successful partnership between a real estate professional and a loan officer. If you ask me why it matters, the answer is very simple, the client experience. I don't have to tell you that oftentimes we meet someone that absolutely wants to buy a house, but there's something about their credit. There's something about them getting a loan where it gets a little sideways. And when you've got a great partner, an excellent partner, you and I both know magic can happen. And when you don't have the right partner or the right expectations of your partner, the only person that really loses is the client and that's bad. So if you're looking to improve performance, have a better client experience, generate more referrals, you're gonna love today's show. So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all wanna create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we wanna do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. If you're a business person who requires great partnerships, great relationships in business to serve and support one another, you're absolutely going to love today's podcast. We've got Norma Morales, a fantastic loan officer, 140, 150 loans a year, and a coach for Tom Ferry, and works with legendary Marty Rodriguez. Uh, Marty, if you don't know the name, owner of Century 21, Marty Rodriguez, I mean, you have been a legend in the real estate industry since I got started, right? So, you know, I'm just so honored to have you both on the podcast. So, Norma, for, for the people that are out there watching that maybe have not met you before, give us a little background on, you know, who you are, how long you've been in the mortgage space, and then we'll get into all the partnering stuff in a minute, but just give people context for, who is Norma Morales? So I've been in the industry since 1991. I started at Home Savings of America. Did you? I do. Did you start when you were like 10? Yes, I did. Yes. Okay. I just want to be clear. All right. Uh, yes. And that's been about 27 years now. Good for you. So uh, just for more context, do you have a team? Are you a solo? Are you a solo loan officer? Like give us some context for that. So I do have a team. There's five of us on the mm -hmm. team. Three of us originate and we have two assistants. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's, that's our group. It's exciting. And average sales price, average loan amount? Average loan amount is 450. Okay. Average purchase price is about 550. Okay, outstanding. And, and did I say that correctly? 140, 150 yes. transactions? that's what we do. It's a great business. 40, 50 million dollars in volume, so good for you. Yes. All right, legend. Is it weird for you when I when I call her a legend? Because you know we work together, but we've you know it's this. It's not weird. I yeah. totally respect her. Yeah. And appreciate all the hard work that she's put into this industry. I agree. And she deserves that title. So for the eleven people in real estate that don't know who Marty Rodriguez <laughs> is, give us just a first of all, how long have you been selling homes? I've been selling homes for forty one years. Okay, so forty one years. So we're just talking about Maxine Gellens and other you know friends of ours that you yes. know we've known forever that have just withstood the, the test of time and remained relevant and consistent for all this time. So, so tell them where is your business and, and give us just the, the basic makeup of the business because you own the brokerage, but th that's, they're going to assume what that means. So who is Marty Rodriguez? Tell us about your business. Well, I think they need to know too that when I started, there were no computers, there were no cell phones, there was yes. nothing. So I, I, you know, we, Maxine and I have evolved, yes. you know, for all these years. And so, um, 
I think what's most important is that we did evolve and that at my age, I think I'm pretty, pretty darn techie, which most people yeah. my age are, you know, out of business. And now, now I have a team. I opened my own office in 1996. I bought a building, and so I own the building there. And I have got 13 agents on my team, mm-hmm. and I have about 13 uh, staff members. And uh, my my office is all about you know we we are just a team. We don't have the regular standard you know agents that work there. Yeah. And that works for us because, you know, we have rules, we have systems, we have standards, and everybody abides um, by those rules and standards. Are you a strict, tough leader? Um, you know, I, I don't know that I'm strict and, well, well my daughter is. <laughs> Norman just gave me the, yeah. Yes. Yeah, because my, you know, my daughter Shelly runs yes. the company, Shelly Dow. Yes. She graduated yep. from USC Marshall School of Business. So yep. she's our, our um, broker. She runs mm-hmm. our business and our mm-hmm. personal business. And she set, uh, set up all the systems. So everything's organized, systemized, computerized, color-coded, mm-hmm. labeled. Mm-hmm. Every position has a manual. And then we have um, a sales manager and a sales support manager. So they are really the brains. I don't want to do that. I am a great salesperson. All You're a I great do, listing agent. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a great listing agent. And all I want to do is uh, sell. I've been a great salesperson since I, was, since I was six years old. I went to Catholic school as the best Christmas card seller, the best candy seller. I outsell any kid in school. And, you know, and thank God I married the right person who allows me to be me, to do the yes. things I want to do to sell, um, you know, when I want to sell, you know, any time of the day. And yeah. so, you know, I'm very fortunate. Yeah, you're very blessed. Yeah, because we are, my husband and I both, we are really hard workers. Yeah. Yes, so, you are. Yes, you are. And that is a byproduct of being number one. Yes. But we do, we do see him around town every now and then playing and having fun in Newport Beach. But that's, yes. a, whole, that's a whole other podcast. Yes. So, so every, every title rep, every lender, every escrow officer, I mean, you, you just go right down the line. They all dream of working with someone like a Marty, right? And every Marty dreams of working with someone that they trust, that they know has their back and their client's best interest. That's really kind of what I want to get into today. So, so why don't we start though with the origin? So how did you, how did you two first connect and how long did it take? And what was sort of the moment when you finally started working together? So Norma, put it on you. Okay. So I was at Home Savings of America and I was being mentored at the time by a couple of folks. And one particular mentor told me, I think we've taught you everything we can for now. You need to go to Glendora, California, and meet this gal named Marty Rodriguez. And I was green and was following instructions, and I had no idea who Marty was. I just walked into her office, beautiful building. She had just opened it. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't get past the receptionist. So really? The receptionist was there, like, excuse me, where are you going? Oh, I just wanted to meet this lady here. You know, someone told me to stop by. No, you can't, you know, you need to make an appointment. And I would call and no, you can't get in. There was just no way through. Yeah. So I decided, what time does the receptionist leave? So she left at 8 p.m. So I started showing up at 8.15. Then I walked up to Marty's desk. She was tough as nails. And I appreciate that because Mm -hmm. she's worked really hard. So um, I started coming over every single night at 8.30, 8.15. And I started noticing, too, that she would look at me and be like, what are you wearing and how do you look? And I was like, okay, she's paying close attention to this. Mm -hmm. So what I started to do is at the time I didn't have much money. I was making 20-something thousand dollars a year. I would go home, re-iron my clothes, put it back on, and then show up to her office. This way, when she looked at me, it was a different look, right? I looked fresh. I looked clean. Mm -hmm. And, um, And then little by little, she started talking to me. And I also, another thing is I would have to wait till after 9 p.m. to get her attention because she could call folks until 9. She'd be on the phone. So sometimes I'd be there standing by her desk and 
listening Nothing to. is happening, yeah. you know, because she's on the phone and I'm yes. like, okay, I got to wait. So we would stay from 9 p.m. to midnight helping her with filing or calling a customer or whatever it may be. I was there to assist. She wasn't going to give me a deal and I knew it because she didn't know me. Mm-hmm. So at the six month mark, my manager was like, okay, she's not giving you any deals. If you keep calling on that account, we're going to have to fire you. Mm-hmm. But I knew we had connected. I knew we had clicked. So I said, okay, i got to keep working this account. Month number seven, I got 15 deals from her. And she was like, it was a lot of rebuys. I think it was tests, you know, let's see how sure. she does. So I need to make sure that it did not fail you. Because I was like, oh, if I fail. Well, you put seven months of how many days a week would she show up at the office? Um, well, pretty much like Monday through Friday. Yeah. We're there pretty late. Yeah, she's got, bank, she's got banker hours. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, but like on the 57th day of being there at 8.15 or 8.30, did you not at a certain point say to yourself, what am I doing? Never. This isn't working? Never. I'm because getting closer. I was learning every single day. I mean, when you sit with Marty just for an hour, you're going to learn so much. Yes. She's got tenacity. She's got, you know, she's just amazing. She's a powerhouse. Yeah. And so I was learning. Yes. I wasn't just sitting there. I was learning. I was watching. I wanted to be successful. And I knew she, she was my next mentor. Mm-hmm. Since so, she's done a great job. And um, I've, you know, done everything I could to take her advice and improve myself and my business. So it's been a great ride for 22 years. Okay, so hold on. So don't, I mean, don't you think, I mean, Marty, how many, how many loan officers, title reps, escrow officers have tried to get in, tried to get a meeting with you, and, you know, do you put them through the same rigmarole every time? Or well, I mean, we have people that, you know, come in all the time. And, you know, it's been a process through the years where we've only picked, you know, a certain amount of lenders that we actually work with that we mm-hmm. feel like, you know, they prove themselves and we're comfortable, you know, giving them the loans. You know, they show up, they follow up, they know their guidelines. And that I cannot tell yeah. you the big problem is that lenders that do not know their underwriting guidelines yeah. or have resources that they can go to somebody. I mean, that is huge. And Norma will tell you how many times, Norma, have I said, give me the package. I'm pulling the loan because I'm taking it to my lender. Mm-hmm. And they're like fighting me. It's like, are you kidding me? I'm trying to give you a paycheck. Just give me the file. Yeah. You know, so I can yeah. get this close for you. And so, you know, many times I've been able to, you know, pull it and taken it to, you know, like Norma. She can tell you how many times she's done yeah. that. Many. So at what point of this six month journey, first of all, you, you were having her do filing. You, you basically made her free help. Well, she was in my way. So <laughs> <laughs> you're like, hey, since you're going to be here, file yeah. this. Yeah. And- no, I actually was the one that would ask, hey, how can I help you? You know, because oh, I knew she was smart. so busy and very it was smart. later in the evening. Her mm-hmm. assistants weren't there. Yeah. So it was my way to get to like know her. Yes. And I knew we needed to get to know each other. Um, I do remember getting a hate call at her office. Someone contacted me and said, I've been trying for years to get through to her. How did you do it? It's not fair. And he went on and on and on. And I hung up the phone and I looked at Marty and she goes, what was that? I said, it was like a hate call or something. Yeah. And she says, you know what, Norma, it's okay. Just remember, some people click and some people don't. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Yeah. So you don't have to click with everyone. So when you're a loan officer and you're looking for an agent to work with, it's important you click. If you Mm -hmm. don't click, it's okay. Don't force it. Yeah. You know, and it either works or it doesn't. Right. But that's hard. So, so fundamentally that's hard for people. That's hard for agents. That's hard for listing agents, hard for loan officers because we like either we don't hunt enough. So everyone really matters or our ego just takes over and we want to just, I can do it. I can handle anybody. How did you get over that? 
Well, I, I first, you need to like each other, right? Yeah. And if you like each other, you can take it from there. And then was I willing to take her advice? She's no, she's already pounded the pavement. Yeah. You know, I have to take her advice and am I willing to do that? For example, when I did meet her, uh, my teeth weren't in great shape. So when I would talk, I would cover my mouth and I would laugh. She said, why are you doing that? Because she knew it was ruining my confidence. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yes. And uh, she said, she made it a point. She's like, Norma, you need to take care of that because you have a beautiful smile. It's a million dollar smile. I'll never forget that she told me that. She says, and you need to get it fixed so you can show it off. So I took care of it, you know, and that's part of it. It's yeah. like taking advice, learning and understanding they're doing this for what's best for you. And so being a newer agent and knowing that I was okay taking her advice, because some people take her advice as criticism and sure. they get, you know, not confident about the situation and they run away. So it's Marty a, is a little direct. Yeah. Oh, we're and, just, and we're just trying to help people, but sometimes they don't take it that way. Yeah. You know, because we were raised, you know, they, we didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. So you just got to be clean. You got to be sharp. You got to be pressed. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so Marty, hearing this from Norma, and now you two have been friends for, you know, 20 plus years and you've done thousands of transactions together. What was it in the beginning? If, if, if a loan officer was listening to this right now, or an agent was listening to this right now, trying to find that ideal partner, right? Someone you know you can trust. You were giving her all these little tasks or you weren't. She was just saying, hey, how can I help? What for you, like what was it that finally pushed you over the edge to say, here's 15 files, go see if you can close them? You know, I think it's that, you know, she was wanting to learn because it's whether you're an agent or whether you're a mortgage broker, you must immerse yourself in your business. I know everything about real estate, but I know everything about income taxes. I know everything mm -hmm. about property taxes. I know everything about the assessor's office. I know everything about building construction. So I know everything about my business and everything that surrounds my business. Yeah. So a lender has to do the same thing. They have to know everything about their clients. They have to know everything about their underwriting guidelines, about you know their uh, underwriters, who they can go to, how they can make this deal happen. And we know, and when they can't, they're going to say, you know what, Marty, this is not for me. This is going to be for this other person because Norma's done that before. It's like yeah. I can't do this one. This is this is for somebody else, mm -hmm. you know, and take it there. So that's the kind of people I want to work with, and that's how we built our team. That's how we have about five different lenders that that we work with yeah you know so tom even when you yeah. don't know the yeah. guidelines it's important just to know where to go and get them a quick answer yeah. Being so resourceful. some of the yeah. things that we've done is like she would ask me a question hey do you know about this you know i would say give me an hour and i'll get back to you and yeah. having the proper resources going yes. back having an underwriter you can call, having a manager that you can reach immediately and say, mm -hmm. hey, can we do this type of exception? That's the type of service that I needed to provide to make sure that she was happy because she has someone to answer to. Mm -hmm. She has a seller, she has a buyer. So there's pressure on their sides. These people are packed, ready to move. Can we do the deal, can we not? So when she was talking about stealing the package from another lender that wasn't able to do it, you know, it's really, you know, not stealing the package. It's it's helping this customer keep the transaction together because yeah. they have kids that are packed, ready to move their kitchen. They can't use it anymore. And are we going to be able to deliver? Yeah. So I'm going to go back and ask the question again. What was it? What was it about Norma in the beginning that caused you? To, what was the tipping point of trust? I think it was, um, you know, consistently coming back and coming back, even though she wasn't getting anything. And finally, you know, somebody cuts you a break. That's how it works for all of us. Yeah. You know, because they see that, you know, that you care, that you want to work, that you want to learn. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, here's your chance. But sometimes, remember, you've only got one chance, so you've got to make it, you've got yeah. to make it happen because you might not get a second one. And, and how many times in a year or in a few years would you give someone a chance like that? 
Uh, not very often. I will be honest with you because, you know, I can't take a chance of, you know, losing a transaction. You know, this has got to, it's got to happen for the, for the client. So it's not very often. So that person's got to really prove to me that, you know, they want it, they want it more than me for them. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. So yeah. let's, so let's talk about the evolution of this relationship. And there's a lot, I mean, I'm going to ask everything from money to partnering to dealing with ups and downs, but let's just talk about like, how has this partnership evolved over the last two decades? We have a lot of up and ups and downs yeah, like any do. relationship. Sure. You know, uh, I think what's most important is communication, talking to each other, being friends, uh, understanding that, you know, what's important to her and what's important to me. Um, I think just like any relationship, it's Do you guys way. yell at each other? You know, you know what? Are there I'll screaming fights? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that was going to come out. Well, you know, you know, you know, and the one thing about me is- Marty, you don't, can't yell at me right now. Uh, the one thing about me is don't stop calling me. If you got a problem, you better call me every day, a couple times a day. Don't go silent. I mean, once you go silent, yeah. I'm done with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Goodness, don't those, go silent. Those years are behind me, but yeah. uh, there was times where I was on the frying pan, you know, yeah. where she would be frustrated because- mm-hmm. Uh, maybe weren't getting an answer fast enough. Yep. Uh, but one of the things I never did was ignore her phone call. You know, if she would call and I'd be like, darn, I still don't have an answer. I would be like, Marty, I still don't have an answer, but I'm working on it. And she, of course, would be frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I have to listen to it. I have yep. to be okay uh, and listen to it and understand that, you know, she's got people to answer to. Yeah. And most importantly is just don't ignore the phone call. Don't. Yeah, Honestly, stay still. in communication. Yeah. Even if it's, I don't know, I'm sure I'm, I'm going to get you an answer soon. Mm-hmm. Don't ignore your agent's calls. So so all relationships, business and personal, go through ups and downs. How have you been able to make this stick? Is it just communication? Is there is there life outside of work? How close do you guys get? Like, t- Tell us about that um, stuff. I think, you know, it's, you know, uh, our communication, the company she's she's worked for, because she's made sure that you know they're able to also perform for her. Um, because you know, Norma's actually you've been through what maybe five different uh, companies now, but you know it's really uh, for me it's staying with the person who yes. understands and is going to um, you know learn whatever that company has to offer us to you know close our transactions. Because remember, I'm dealing with people's life, their money, their mm-hmm. family, and their biggest investment. This is not a part-time job, and that's why you know we get so passionate. Not only for my seller, mm-hmm. I don't even know half those buyers and I'm closing, you know, deals for them. I'm making their dreams come true as well. Yeah. So, you know, because we don't just provide service, we bring value. Yes. And that's what people don't understand. There's like, all they talk about is service. It's like, no, what value are you bringing to the table? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so again, it's kind of the same thing. Does it get personal? Are you guys re- like, are you guys out having drinks together? Are you having, are you going on vacations together? Or is there a separation between sort of church and state? No, the, we do. We do have years. <laughs> we do spend some time together, um, and and I think it, it just comes naturally. You yeah, know, you're working on transactions. Yep. Hey, let's go to dinner. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we do meet with each other after work. After work. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's I mean, good. I, you know what? And we do call nights with the agents, and that's kind of fun. Tell us about that. Um, uh, well, what we, we do is um, we'll do a call nights uh, twice a week. Mm-hmm. So they come in, and they um, you know, we have a lender there, and they start cold calling. And if we can get the you know the leads right to the lender right mm-hmm. then and there, so we can get them pre qualified. So that's been working actually pretty good as well. Is that your team also there yes. side by side? Mm-hmm. Are you guys yes. making phone calls together? Yes. You no, know, side by side yeah. in the in the office. We go upstairs to our training room, and everybody's in there. You know, no distractions just focusing on making calls and trying to pre-qualify, you know, buyers. 
Hour of power. Yeah, yeah hour of power, power, baby. I yeah. love it. I love it. Spoken <laughs> like a true coach. So that works out really good. So Marty, for for the the lenders or, or title reps or escrow officers or whoever it may be, right? Other other value added service providers that are listening to this right now, tell tell the listeners what is most important. Like you said, know your business, right? I understand all that. Like know it inside and out, cold. If they know the business but they never engage with you then it doesn't matter, right? So so from an engagement standpoint, if they wanted to try and connect with someone of your stature, how would they go about doing that? You know what, they, they need to build a really good team. Like, you know, I've worked with my uh, escrow officer, Diana, for mm-hmm. 30 years. Yeah. And uh, her other officer in there, Jennifer, um, has been there 17 years. So, you know, they are uh, they are amazing. I mm-hmm. mean, what they do, they, they do miracles and they'll go out of their way, what, even if it's after work. Mm-hmm. And they, again, they have so much value. Diana said the one day, she goes, you know, we know so much about this business, and we do. Yeah. And Brian Davis um, with uh, Lawyer's Title, my title rep, I've worked with him for uh, 24 years now. So all these ancillary services are key to um, you know, to making all these transactions because it's not just me that makes it happen. It's all these people from the lender, from the uh, title, to, you know, to the escrow person. So if you can build a great team who, you know, does business the way you do business mm-hmm. uh, and performs the way you do and has the knowledge because they have immersed yeah. themselves in the business. They know everything about escrow. They know everything about title. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're willing to go out of their way, even if it's on, you know, Saturday and Sunday sometimes for us to yeah. make it happen. Because remember, our buyers are, you know, average 600,000. So you you know, they can't just take, you know, days off. Every day no. is critical that it closes on time. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, I've got three escrows. Okay, you're going to close on this day. You're going to close on this day. You're going to close on this day. You're going to move this day, this day, this day. Everybody plans. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, there's so many facets that go into closing that transaction. And for yeah. me, that's really important. Yeah. You know? And, and I think that as a lender, you have to work with a team that understands that piece. Like she said, everybody has to move at a certain time. Yes. And sometimes you're working with a management team that you go to and say, this deal has to close. And they look at you and like, get in line. And if you have that kind of team you're working for, it's not the right team. You have to have that's the right. right support Yeah. so that you can deliver. Because like she said, there's people that, uh, there's people's lives at stake. So, you know, they're moving. Um, they have to find a new job maybe or um, you know schools. kids schools yes, timing so life and death you, have to understand you know it's that all there Marty yeah likes to deliver and on time yeah and so it, I think most people like to deliver on time right so <laughs> we, we, we all want to yes yeah so so tell tell us from your the two of your standpoint what what causes a partnership to fall apart I think when people um, stop believing in, um, you know, in the system and they don't do the follow-up and uh, they don't continue to learn. I mean, I feel like I'm learning every single day. I'm learning so much right now. As a matter of fact, uh, my manager and I were saying, oh my God, um, you know, we're learning new things about the contract, new things coming into the contracts, mm-hmm. um, you know, closing uh, transactions, you know, working with our lenders, you know, who's mm-hmm. following up, who's not, because that's a downfall of lenders that Norma will tell you is, mm-hmm. you know, you give them a lead and, you know, I know we're supposed to follow up, but then so are they. Yeah. So if you have a great team following up together, you're, you're going to close these transactions. But where the big fo- uh, downfall of most lenders is they don't follow up. Wouldn't you agree, though, it's not just lenders, it's lenders, it's agents. Yeah. I mean, this is why it's, it's everybody. Like, they want know. instant gratification. Yeah. So if it's not going to happen yeah. right now, there's no follow up. Yeah. 
And if there's more leads coming down the pipeline, yes, then, yeah. exactly. so what are your thoughts on that? If you were ta- just talking to a bunch of our lender clients right now, what, what do you find are the most effective things in terms of lead follow-up? And I'm going to ask you the same thing on the agent side. So what's the most effective strategies for following up on leads today? So on an agent call side? Immediately. Yeah. Call immediately. Like Marty will text me the name and number to mm-hmm. be like, this guy's looking to buy. I call right there and then. If I don't mm-hmm. reach him, I will try again within an hour. Mm-hmm. I will text a customer mm-hmm. as well. So I have to make like five attempts mm-hmm. of calling within the same day. And if it mm-hmm. doesn't work, I will reach out to her and be like, oh, I've been able to reach your client. And she'll be, hang on. And she'll get them on the other line. Yeah, I'm, 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 so I'm a big multitasker. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I conference call like all the time. Yeah. I can't get home. Wait a minute. Let me get it. Let me, yeah. let me get everybody on the line right now because yeah. I'm going to save all those phone calls that are, you know, that don't need to take place. So you're a five attempt in the first day rule, which I think a lot of agents are listening to thinking, oh my goodness, I don't even do five. Like right. maybe I, maybe I send a text, maybe I send an email, maybe I shoot a bomb bomb video, maybe I make a phone call. So, so Marty, what about you? I mean, you are, I, I got to tell you, this is super fun. Like, you know, we, we worked together privately for many years. I have, you know, we've known each other forever and ever and ever. This is the first time we've ever done an interview like this. And like, there's 8 million questions I want to ask you, but I'm just gonna give you the obvious follow up. If I'm an agent on your team, what are the standards and guidelines for following up on leads? Well, because with our team, if you don't follow up on them, then it's mm-hmm. open game. So somebody else can, you know, jump in and, and take your lead away yep. from you. So I think, you know, that's kind of motivation as well. And we have uh, one of the girls that kind of checks on that to see mm-hmm. if there's notes in the computer. You know, are they following up? So those notes are really important because they could lose their client. Yeah. So so remind me of this. Uh, what platform are you using? Do you have Boomtown, Commission Zane, um, KV Core? We have Planet RE right now. Planet RE, yeah. right? So, okay. Yeah. And how many leads do you have coming in on a normal monthly basis? Oh, gosh, you know me. I'm not good with all the numbers. That's Jesse's job. <laughs> what would you guess? I have 400 at least. Yeah. Minimum. Okay. Minimum, and f- maybe more. Yeah. I'd probably guess more. Do you yeah. do um, Zillow? Do you do Google? Are you doing Facebook? Like, where are um, the leads coming yeah. in from? Do you, you know, know all the answers to these questions as well? I don't. Um, okay. We do, um, you know, we do... Uh, Zillow, mm-hmm. um, I would say Trulia, Zillow, probably are uh, where most of our leads yeah. are coming from. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, referral past, past clients. Yeah. Yeah. So, All right. Because remember, how you do your business is the best form of advertising. 100%. Yeah. And I have over 540 reviews on Zillow, so it's pretty awesome. Isn't it amazing to think about yeah. how long we've been doing this now? You see, Agents like yourself having 540 reviews right. on Zillow. Yeah. I remember seven, eight years ago I saying remember, to people, I'm a lot get older. your reviews there. Yeah. yeah, I'm a lot older than these people, but I started, I think, way before they did. Exactly. Because I get it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> All right, so so we're talking about partnership, right? Um, I asked you, you know, like, when it goes when it goes south, what do you do? High, kind of highs and lows. But what about this? What do you do when you select the wrong partner? You ever fired an agent from your relationship base? Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. so what do you do when you selected the wrong partner? You just stop working together. Well, do you ghost them and, and just yeah, not return their well, phone calls? No, or you know, just nicely, you know, it, it'll happen. You know, what I, told, you know what I told Norma yeah. a long time ago? I said, you know, it's the people that don't do a lot of business that want you to give them stuff. Yeah. I don't want your stuff. I don't want your donuts. I want service, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, she yeah. told me once, yeah. uh, don't talk about the labor pains. Just show me the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> You're like, metaphorically? Or like, what, are you, what are you talking about? You want and my so, first child? <laughs> yeah, you know, absolutely. We have to understand that. That means, you know, don't talk about all the drama in the business. Just yeah. get the deal done. Yeah. Yeah. And so, get it done on time. So you brought up money, and I wanted to bring that up, even though it was kind of my, I've got like five sort of just, you know, crazy questions I want to ask you at the end. One is the obvious, which is so much of the, the mortgage agent relationship over the last really 
six years, I want to say, because of Boomtown, I think, being the first, and then Zillow and others following that same path. Um, money exchange for the two of you? Are you buying half for leads? Are you not doing that? Like, no. 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 Okay, that, that, you could be the first no I've ever heard. So yeah. please explain. No. They, they, I know when they first started, mm -hmm. um, they wanted to do that, but now it, it's something that we don't do. She, my daughter, Shelly, is pretty straight. Yeah. Yeah, so. And working in the banking world, we They're not have allowed. to be yeah. the same way. And B of A, so Wells, That's part of Chase, why we connected, because yeah. she runs her business very corporate-like. Yeah. And uh, obviously, I work for corporate, so yeah. um, I think that's probably one of the yeah. reasons why we clicked. Yeah. yeah. I think when Zillow first came out, you know, that's kind of what people were, you know, doing. But mm -hmm. now with RESPA and everything else, it's not something that, you know. Yeah. Is. So to be clear... You still have, I don't know, I don't want to misquote the number, and, but you and, know, 60, you know, 70,000 agents or 90,000 agents on Zillow. And, and I'm guessing half of them, I'm guessing, just a guess, half of them have a lender paying some portion of it. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I so would, I would say they do. Yeah. So, but you just seem, or you're, you're I, anti and then you pick the, the right partner, clearly, who's coming from a banking side. Um, well, I don't know. Shelly's pretty, you know, people want to do the, you know, marketing agreements, uh, marketing agreements yeah. and all this oh, kind MSAs of stuff. MSAs that have been around forever. Yeah. yeah. MSAs. Yeah. yeah. So we haven't done that. You know, I got to tell you, that's a breath of fresh air for, especially for someone, you know, who's been doing this as long as you have, because, you know, so much of the industry has gone towards, you know, you can buy agents. Tom, you, you remember way back when, when, you know, I know. Um, all these title companies and we had people send us checks and oh my goodness, and, yes. Shel and Shelly sent them back. Yeah. 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 Laker floor seeds, pay for your Christmas parties, yeah. do whatever it takes. I think the title industry actually like called like themselves out and saved probably 30 or $40 million a year doing that. So, but they, so hey, we did have the best parties with the, them. <laughs> they there, used to there put out some that. good parties. There was that. Yeah. All right, so that's interesting to hear. And I mean, obviously I knew that, but I wanted the, I wanted the listeners to hear um, that there are actually great partnerships that isn't just a financial exchange, that instead it really is value. It is service. It is professionalism. Because professionalism. Responsiveness. responsiveness. What happens when, yeah. they're, when they're paying for you and then they feel like you owe us the business and then they're not really a good lender. Yeah. You're kind of stuck with them because yeah. you, you got to, you know. Yeah. Because they're paying half the bill. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, I mean, I, I love it as a business strategy. So, okay. So Norma, how do you feel about, you know, Marty has other mortgage partners that she's sending business to. How do you? I, work I mean, with other agents. Yeah. <laughs> That's the it's best. Absolutely that was the okay. best answer ever. <laughs> with other agents. Uh, you know, like some like some people would. This is this is like catching the big whale, right? And then you you know hundreds of transactions a year, right? It becomes the expectation. You said to me like she represents thirty percent, thirty forty percent. My business, yes. Right. So that means there's a whole bunch of other people that are doing business with you. So you don't have any problem with that. No. And, 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 so, and, you, and you can't because, you know, yeah. we work with other lenders. She works yeah. with other agents. Yeah. And, you know, we have certain lenders that, that uh, you know, also remember, we got to, you have to click. So there's certain yes. personalities yes. that are going to uh, click with Norma and other personalities that are not. So yeah. we have to pick and choose who's going to who's going to work with who. So, Tom, yeah. it makes it a lot of fun because when I get a lead from them, I know they want it to go to me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, oh, wow, they chose me. Right. So it makes me feel even better. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. my goal to get more leads from them and make sure I'm responsive and professional and get the job done quickly. Yeah. yeah. So do she's you, one of our preferred lenders. Yeah. But do you have some sort of, so what's your strategy? Leads come in. How do you decide? Norma gets this one. You know, Tom gets that one. Rich gets this one. Well, how do you, you know, decide? You know what? A lot of them, like, you know, they're from their call nights. They, okay. um, you know, we have the different lenders that come in. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be their calls. And some of the agents have just built a relationship with her. Yeah. So they're going to give it to Norma no matter what. Yeah. Okay. And we, we, you know, we like that because we want them to click and they mm -hmm. click. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think at the end of the day, the word is trust. 
Yes. Yes. Right. Trust like so. It, like I always get like, how do we establish trust? Because once we trust each other, we can still make mistakes. Right. We're you know things are going to happen. We're human. So what is your advice for all the listeners? Best advice for creating and keeping trust. Best advice for kids mm-hmm. is really just doing your job, knowing your, you know, knowing your stuff, mm-hmm. uh, following up, knowing your guidelines, you know, just tell me that's going to close. And I don't want, I don't want the drama. Just please close it. Because yeah. when I first started in the business, I worked in an office and I only had one lender because I was brand new. I didn't know any different. Yeah. And every transaction was a roller coaster ride. Yeah. And then when I left that office and I met another lender in 1990, it was like, oh my God, he taught me that that's not how mortgage worked. Yeah. He just took the loan and he closed the deal and there was like no drama. So when, you know, as time went on, those are the kind of people I was, I was, you know, looking for. And I think that's so critically important nowadays is real estate agents need to let loan officers do their job. Mm -hmm. um, But the loan officer needs to do their job. Yes. So um, I think that's what creates the trust. Uh, do, you, do you think that some of that is setting expectations? Right. I mean, I know Marty. Marty wants it, you know, like right yes, now, instantaneously, hurry. Yes. You're yes. St- I'm still waiting. I'm Come on, let's go. So, so, so how do you create the right expectation with a high producing, high D, you know, crazy driver? So yeah. you hire a coach. Right? You hire a coach. And then you become a coach. Yes, and then you become a coach. Yeah. So you can build systems. Yeah. So you have a schedule. Yep. You have a process, yep. right? Uh, and that's how you deliver and you help deliver on those expectations. And she's taught me how to build team. You know, she Mm -hmm. has a team. So I learned from her and, um, and that's what you do. Do you ever have to just like want to punch her in the throat, like metaphorically to get her to come tell the truth? (laughs) You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, but I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like to, to confront her to say your expectation is unrealistic for this client with this situation, I need a week versus an hour. Like, is that, like, do you guys have that kind of relationship? Well, you know, before um, Norma, uh, before I met Norma, I, you know, I had a net branch, uh, you know, a long, long time ago. And I remember the uh, gentleman that ran that branch, he left to open his own branch. Yeah. And he said, he goes, if I can work for Marty Rodriguez, I can work for anybody. Exactly. And, and you know what? And he's right. And he goes, yeah. you know, Marty, what I miss the most is the way you do your business. He goes, yeah. your organization, how organized you are, your files, everything. Mm-hmm. It made, it made their job as a lender, so much easier. Exactly. You know, yeah. so it's, you know, we're helping each other. Of course. Yeah. And I don't mean, I'm not isolating you just, you know, like, but you know. Oh, we, no, no, no. We I'm all not, know hey, I'm not at easy. this level. If you can work for me, you, exactly. can, work for, you yeah. can work for anybody. I'm, I, yeah. I'll agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I am demanding, you know, this is yeah. all about my customer. Yeah. Without my customer, I'm yeah. nobody. I will fight for them. Absolutely. Yes. I love it. All right. So let's talk about biggest mistakes to avoid in, in partnering. What's been the big, what's been the biggest mistake either you've witnessed with another, another partner or you've done with each other and got over biggest mistakes. I think I've already, I think I pre-framed them. It's like, you know, uh, not to hide from me and, yep. you know, keep talking, keep, t- keep communicating. With me. When I have a problem on a deal, mm-hmm. guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to call that client every single day, maybe a couple times a day, yeah. because if I can't fix it, communication is key to yep. keep that thing from, you know, blowing up in my face. Yep. I love it. You're driving home the central theme. This is, you know, thank you. You're yeah. driving it home. Norma, thoughts? So Mistakes to avoid? Mistakes to avoid is hiding from the agent, like mm-hmm. she mentioned. Yeah. Um, and also, if you can't do the deal and you know someone can, help them out. Yeah. Let let them know. Yeah. I can't do this deal. However, I feel that so-and-so can. So give them a shot. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Okay. How do you keep it fresh? 
You've been doing this for we're 23 years learning. together. We're always doing seminars. We're always yeah. talking yes. about your podcast or we're always talking about what's the latest and greatest. And yeah. So we don't stop learning. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm still being coached. You know, I, I believe in coaching because you got to stay sharp. You got to stay fresh. Uh, you got to stay up to date and everything. And Marty says, I'm always reinventing myself. I say, yeah. I got to do the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I am. I mean, and and just listening to people, you know, I've listened to your dad. I've listened to you. You know, uh, I think that, you know, Tony Robbins, yeah. I, it's like, OK, somebody needs to freshen me up because I can tell that, you know what, there's too much negative coming in. I got mm-hmm. I got to get some positive because yeah. it's yeah. it's. It's a, it's, a, it's a work in progress every yeah. day. Well, we live in, we solve problems for a profit. Yes. That's, that's what we do right. all day long, right? But but that means that we're in the problem all yeah. the time, uh, yes, right? Yes, we are. Okay, so uh, last question. What if anything, right? What if anything do you do, do around schedule and holding each other accountable? Like frequency of meetings and accountability. So we don't have like a formal meeting time. Mm-hmm. Our meeting time is when the lead comes in. Yeah. So I have to answer, uh, typically by the end of the night, we will get on the phone or shoot each other a text. Here's mm-hmm. what happened with this customer. Yeah. So it's on a daily basis. Yeah. It's not on a monthly or weekly or mm-hmm. every Friday. It's never been that way because she needs to know now. Yeah. And I'm kind of, you know, for me, you know, I remember I didn't start with all all of you guys and scheduling. And so I'm sometimes all over the place and not that that's the right way to be. I know it's what works for me. Yes. Um, But, you know, I guess I, you still have, I have a Marty schedule, you know, Mm -hmm. I try to work out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then uh, we have, you know, meetings on Wednesday and then my day, you know, people ask, what are you going to do today? I, I go, this is what I plan on doing, but I really don't know what I'm going to do because something <laughs> comes up, I'm probably going to, you know, deal with it and handle it. Yeah. You know, so if it's a listing appointment, I want to be there as fast as I can. Yeah. So, um, you know, so, so no frequency, no frequency of regular meetings, but it's just every day yeah. if there's a lead. With us. Yeah. And, then, and then what about like, you know, you've got 20 leads in your pipeline that you're working. Are you communicating all that back to, to Marty on a daily no. basis, Once a weekly basis, escrow? Once it turns into escrow? a real deal, mm-hmm. I'm dealing with her TCs or yeah. my assistants are dealing with her TCs. Yeah. Uh, and then that's basically the process. Good. Yeah. So it's always just a new start yeah. with yeah. a new lead new every time. Yeah. Yes. You know, That's the good. office has, you know, we have meeting every Wednesday, um, office, a complete office meeting, yeah. you know, once a month. Yep. Um, and then call nights, they have, you know, twice, uh, twice a week. So other than that, then they should be, you know, doing their own prospecting as I need to do my own prospecting and my own follow-up as well. Yep. How much prospecting are you doing these days? You know what? For me, it's all day long. If I'm like, um, I got a couple of minutes. Okay. I got to call this person. I got a couple more minutes. Okay. I'm going to call that person. Mm-hmm. So all day long I'm picking up or my assistants, Hey Marty, you need to call this person. It's time to call this person. So she reminds me, you know, who I need to follow up with. Yeah. So, um, I don't really have a set time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of all day when yeah. I have the time to yeah. fill in for, for me. Yeah. I know there's some people it's like, okay, this is my time. Don't bother me. And that, you know, that is perfect and it works for them. Yeah. That's what, you know, the agents do. But for me, I'm usually dealing with so many different things. You know, right now I've got um, uh, a client that was denied her proposition um, uh, 60. So I'm fighting that with her. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's complicated, but you know, I'm, I'm able to do that. Yeah. I've got another one. I've got a, um, uh, a deposit in dispute. So I'm dealing with that. But meanwhile, I'm also, you know, like the, a client wants to see a house today and I don't usually show houses, but this is a, you know, a special client I'm dealing with. So I already got it before I came, you know, set up and Lori's going to meet her there. So every day, you know, it's like something else is, you know, it's go, 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 I'm, but I'm ready. 
Yeah. Because I don't do anything else. I don't cook. I don't clean. I don't wash. I don't shop. I don't do it. I'm just like, I'm ready to take my... You, you shop. I've seen you at Fashion Island. That would only be on Sunday. Yeah. You saw me there. Yeah. Other than that, um, you know, because I don't really like it. Yeah. Yeah. So You're I'm, doing I, what you love. I do. Yes. I, yeah. I love my job. Yeah. I, I think it's important yeah. just to find your groove with yes. your partner. Yes. So in her particular case, she likes updates, you know, pretty yes. constant. Yep. Other agents may like it, you know, every Friday. Yeah. You know, give them an update on what's yeah. going on with the deals or the leads. Uh, just find your groove. Yeah. And um, I think her and I have found our groove pretty early on, and we just continued going. Yeah. 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 It's and a special thing. Yes, it is. And you got to find your groove with your team, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to ask you. I, I, I can't help. I've got to ask her a couple questions just on the just straight-up listing sure. side of the business. Okay. So you're listing 12 houses a month. How many appointments? That's my do you, close to close. Yeah, no, like yeah. new listings taken. Yeah. How many? How many? Like, what's your goal for new listings taken? I've got to probably take you know, um, probably because some of these are just coming. Yeah. I'm not even going on appointments. I'm getting you know people just calling me from my you know from my reviews as well. Yeah. So probably I've got to go on 20 appointments. Okay. A month. Right. So, so 20 listing appointments a month. Um, at least. How is your, how has your listing presentation evolved over the last few years? Like what are some of the changes you've made along the way that okay. wins the business, gets the listing at the right price, gets it listed at the right commission rate? Um, you know, I, I guess, you know, it, you know, cause pretty much that 6% is coming to 5% cause you're competing yeah. about, you know, against so many discount brokers at this time. Yeah. But you know, I'm sticking with my, with my five and sometimes I get six mm-hmm. uh, at this time, especially when the houses aren't selling and they're going to sit there. Yeah. So, um, and it's evolved. I mean, you know, it, everything was manual. Now everything is, you know, technology. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've evolved to that and I have a great team. And like Henry Ford says, I don't need to know that. I just need to make sure I've got the people that know how to do it for me. And yeah. and that I do have, I have, you know, awesome, I have an awesome team. So. Um, I, I bet she has said that a thousand times. Yes, <laughs> right? I have. I don't actually need to know that. Like Henry Ford once said. Yes, yes, exactly. So would you say that your presentation is is very much the same way every time? Very much. You know, it is the same way every yeah. time. Okay. From, um, you know, telling them what I do, what to expect, yep. and then to going over the comparables and coming up with, you know, value and mm-hmm. um, going from there and, you know, telling them what it's going to cost them and giving them that information. I'm actually surprised how many agents don't do that because they'll tell me, you know, the last agent didn't tell me all this. It's like, yes. how could they not? It's like part of the presentation. Yeah. And I want to so, pause for a moment yeah, yeah, there and interrupt. Yeah, please. There's three things every loan officer needs to do with the lead, right? That's yeah. pre-approved. Yeah. Their max purchase price, yep. their monthly payment, and their total cash to close. Those yeah. are three things buyers need to know. Yes. You have no clue how many buyers have gotten to the closing table and had no clue how much their closing costs were, had no clue what their total payment with tax and insurance. Yep. And that's when Marty's been like, okay, these customers aren't happy. I'm pulling the deal and I'm taking it somewhere else. Bingo. And those are three things. And so mm-hmm. for Marty, it's, it's, it's exactly right, knowing their net. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And, you know, the, my listing appointment, and I let them know, you know, a team will always outperform an individual, you know, and I'll just go through my whole, what everybody on the team is, you know, going to be doing for them. And there's always somebody available because, yeah. you know, my people are there from eight in the morning till eight at night. And that's yeah. not 801, 802. That is eight o'clock sharp. Okay. Shallow rewards are people for being on time. So attendance is never an issue. That yeah. is the standard. Yeah. So. Um, and then, you know, on Saturdays and Sundays, they're there from nine to three answering calls, distributing emails, making sure any problems are, you know, handled. Yeah. So it's, for us, it's, you know, seven days a week. 
Yeah, well, it, it's a system and it's a problem. Like everyone says, real estate, all the money's made before eight o'clock in the morning, after five o'clock and all weekend long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's, so So, how has the mortgage presentation changed over the last couple of years? Oh, it's now become a lot more email, mm-hmm. you know, done, applications done on an app over the phone, yep. scanning documents, yep. that, that type of stuff. That's how we've evolved. But how about the degree of separation? Like, okay, so, so you know, normal YU versus going to somebody else. Marty referred me to you. I love Marty. But you know, like I can it's get a loan from anybody. It's also a presentation, right? So yeah. Making sure I let the customer know those three things we talked about. Mm-hmm. I will let you know your max purchase price, mm-hmm. your monthly payment, and your cash to close by the time we're done with our consultation. Yeah. And answering their questions and being patient, knowing their their personality type, right? Yeah. Are you connecting? Are you not connecting? Yeah. Are you repelling? Or are you report and report yeah. with them? So, uh, those are the things that, as a good loan officer, you need to make sure you're connecting with your client. Yeah. Soft skills with a whole lot of understanding the money. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's and understanding what their hot point is, is it the cash to close? Yeah. So what's your number? Uh, make sure that we're within that range. Mm-hmm. Or is it the payment? What's most important to you? Well, how long will you be in your loan before you refinance or move? Mm-hmm. And show them the difference that maybe they don't need a 30-year fix. Maybe they can take a five-year fix yeah. if they're planning to move in a few years. So. That's what a great loan officer needs to do and make sure we're having a great presentation so that when they go back to Marty, they're ready to buy a house. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Pre-approved, ready yeah. to go. Right. And I'll be able to list their house and yeah. then my buyer's agent will be able to take them and you know, sell them a house. So it's a, it. whole, it's a whole process and it works. Okay. I kind of feel like we could do this for about seven more hours just <laughs> digging in. But so being, being mindful of our listeners out there, if we were to wrap this up, What's, what's just one last piece of advice for every lender listening? You just gave a bunch of really good nuggets, by the way. So I know I'm putting you, you know, on the pressure's on. And then same thing, Marty, like 41 years in the business, you just, you continue to evolve and get better and improve, you know, just from either one of you, whoever wants to go first, most important advice for agents and lenders going forward. I think the most important advice for agents, because it's the thing that we struggle with, is working with other agents who really don't know the business, don't know the contracts, who complicate situations that are actually uh, simple. So all I can say is if you know you want to be in real estate and you want to be successful, then you have to immerse yourself in the business and learn everything about it, starting with you know the contract, understanding people, understanding your lender, your escrow, everybody around you and pick the right team because they can make you or break you yeah and for me I would say if you're not into doing the hard work then you're in the wrong business because I think oftentimes folks join the business because they're like oh you can make a quick dollar here right whether it's a real estate or mortgage however they forget that you have to call you have to show up at 8 30 p.m. and stand by her desk until she's ready to talk to me so I can connect with her and get to know her that's hard work you know Uh, of course there was days I would be like okay well is this right or is this not right? Not sure. just with Marty, maybe with another agent mm-hmm. that I was going after. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to make sure that you are in for it and you're going to put in the hard work and dedication. If you can't put the hard work and dedication, this is not the business. Yeah. So, because, yeah. um, and you know, coaching, Tom, you know, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you get into a, a business, you got to have a system and hire a coach. And if you're serious, you hire a coach and you take your business to the next level. As long as you do the work. That's right. Do right? Have the power. Oh, <laughs> no, nice, nice way to yeah, finish it. Because number, number one is a byproduct of, you know, yeah. s- you know skill, hard yeah. work, you know, dedication, mm-hmm. persistence, and, um, yes. 
a lot of satisfied clients. Yep. That's so, the whole game. That's the whole game. Yeah. And I'm a hard worker. And I'm looking and forward to it. And you know what? I can say this now. I am awesome at what I do. Yes. <laughs> Heck yeah, you are. Heck yeah. <laughs> Both of one. you. Both of you. All right. Well, listen, thank you so much for joining us. Um, best way for people to reach out if they want to connect with you. I'm sure we'll put it at least on the video, uh, email and cell phone. Um, but what's your email address if people wanted to reach out and shoot, send you an email and just check in, say hi, ask a question? Uh, my email is mr at c 21 MartyRodriguez.com and that's M-A-R-T-Y-R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z Love it. Dot com. Dot com. And I'm Norma.Morales at HomeBridge.com Perfect. All right. Well, listen, ladies, thank you so much for contributing. And for everybody out there listening, I hope you got a ton of value of this. Um, if you're an agent and you're listening to this, you probably need to send this to your lender or two or three of your lender buddies and say, this is what I want. This is how we need to be working together. And if you're a lender, same exact thing with your agent partners. So thank you guys so much. Ladies, thank you so much. Thank this you, was Tom. super you, powerful. Appreciate you both. Hey, thank you so much for listening. You know what I would love? A comment. Give me some feedback. What do you like? What would you like more of? What do you want less of? I'm doing these podcasts for you. So whatever channel or app you use, write a comment or two. My team and I'll take a look at it and we'll keep getting better and better just for you. Thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you on the next podcast. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.